Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Pundit is the football trivia game, ideal for the football head in your life. Every sale of Pundit using the code LIONS at checkout earns you a 10% discount plus a donation for the Lions Food Hub. Visit punditgames.co.uk to order your copy or visit at Pundit Games on Twitter. You're listening to Aston Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin. Except no substitute. Morning, dear listeners. Welcome to Akadung Millwall, this bright, sunny Sunday morning. Happy day in the uh, life of Millwall Football Club after that excellent, I thought, win yesterday at the, at the Cardiff City Stadium. Uh, joining us today to discuss that, that excellent result is the man who was there, Steve Lee. Welcome to the show, Steve. Uh, very very good to see you and, uh, and pleased to meet you as well, Graham. And uh, yeah, also joining us on the call, as, as you'd have heard there, is uh, Graham Payne. How are you doing, Graham? Good, Nick. Thanks. Pleased to meet you and all, Steve. So, boys, I thought that was one of the better results and one of the better team performances. Maybe not as spectacular, Steve, as maybe the Watford game, for example, but I put it in the same kind of category because that was a that was a hard-thought win at times against a team that looked quite dangerous, I thought, uh, Cardiff yesterday. They were dangerous on more than one occasion um, and uh, some sort of skillful defending from uh, Hutchinson and some good goalkeeping from uh, 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 from uh, Long was uh, uh, order of the day. Um, but as a team performance, it was solid. There was a lot of energy again, a lot of decent organisation um, mm. and a commitment that uh, uh, you need at a, 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 a ground like uh, Cardiff when you're playing away there. Uh, and Cardiff won a bad side. I, I thought they were quite... Dangerous at times, and um, you know they, they were certainly up for a game. That they weren't they weren't a, uh, a Rotherham type uh, side who I thought were poor the other week. Um, yeah. They were tenacious, uh, and um, they were you know they were really up for a game. And you know I'm surprised they're struggling as badly as they are. I think it's a question of you know several managerial managerial changes recently hasn't helped them. No. Um, and uh, but doesn't matter. At the end of the day. Um, and the, the, the nice thing about it was that we could have had more than one goal. We had we did create uh, one or two decent chances, uh, and um, well, we did. Uh, it, we did. It's just you know was was one nil a reflection of the game, um, but doesn't matter. It's still three points. That's the reflection of the game. I think we all wanted. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Graham, I mean, one or two uh, pre-match team changes. Murray Wallace dropping out. He's been heavily criticised of late, Murray Wallace, um, being out of form. I, I think, you know, fairly. I don't think he's been... been um, the, the Murray we would have you know looked for from last the last few seasons really this season apparently he had a, a, an injury to his foot apparently um, so Callum Styles filling in that left sided uh, position and the return also of um, Mason Bennett starting in for the, another man much criticised fairly or unfairly uh, local summer um, I mean Styles I thought they did a good job yesterday I thought we looked <laughs> Hard to say it, perhaps, uh, Graham, but we looked a bit better without Murray um, yesterday at times. Yeah, we did. And he did fill in uh, quite well, Styles. And it was good. I thought Mason Bennett had a good game as well. Uh, well, good hour, because that's all he, you know, he only played 60 minutes, unfortunately. But in the first half, he did, he did uh, I thought he played quite well, and he was tracking back, helping Styles out. But um, yeah, I think both changes were warranted, and they worked well. Also, thought, um, as, as John uh, Steve, sorry, has already mentioned, I think you know I, I was I'll be hands up. I wanted Bart back in the team, but I thought George Long had a very good game yesterday, and uh, I think um, you know he is going to be the number one now to the end of the season. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think I've seen. Um, I don't think it was Gary Rowett saying it, uh, Steve, but I think uh, the comments from you know the, the journalists that cover the club. That Long looks like he's set in position now. It's now Bart as the reserve and uh, Long as the as the first choice goalkeeper. I think increasingly we're starting to see improved reaction goalkeeping from Long and certainly defensively. Um, although we looked open at times yesterday, I thought overall the defence was was outstanding yesterday, Steve. It uh, it was. I you know I, I think Long's in the side for his distribution initially. I think yeah. 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 Um, Bart's Bart's weakness is is the uh, is kicking and the and the distribution of the ball. So you know, Long is uh, has been superior for that reason. Um, but his his goalkeeping has improved as well. But um, he's a you know, goalkeeping is is all about you know what the chances you're presented with. And um, Long has taken his opportunity to be fair to him. Uh, and he obviously, we missed is. him for a couple of games when he when he you know had to sort of take a, a sabbatical. But um, it's uh, you know Bart is a good goalkeeper. There's no doubt about it. He's 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 uh, he's proved on many occasions what he's what he's been as an asset to the club. But um, Long's the number one for me now at the moment. I'm afraid. Yeah, no. As as we as we approach the kind of um, the business end of the season, big February looming in front of us. We've got actually a, a two week break now until our next home game against Sunderland, which is which is welcome. Um, obviously, Gary Rowett's the. In, in his post-match interviews, referred to the thinness of the squad, and I suppose, although that was a great fighting performance yesterday, I mean, we, we, we have to be realistic, Graham. That the we need to be strengthened in certain areas, don't we? Um, with Styles filling in at left back, to me, that's one of the areas where, you know, I'd think that the club must be looking because, um, for whatever reason, Murray doesn't seem to be on on his game this season. And Styles in that position does feel a bit like a sticking plaster when you know, and Scott Malone comes and goes somewhat in recent times. So I'd thought that'd be one of the positions they're looking to strengthen in the next, uh, what is it, ten days left now of, of the transfer window? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'll put it on the group chat. We've got two weeks now before Sunderland, unless hopefully we can get some players in because I think we, you know, if we're going to challenge for the playoffs, we need we need some players in. As you say, maybe a left back, um, 
and definitely a, a forward and a wide player for me. But whether we'll be yeah. able to go that far and get free, and I, I'm not so sure. But I think he must be definitely looking for a, a forward. I mean, if, if that... What, one would Dykes, be nice, Graham, wouldn't it? One would be nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it would. You know, he, well, three, um, three would be lovely, but I, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I think, three. I three areas where we need to strengthen. I mean, Steve, I mean, that the goal when it came, and we'd missed a great chance through uh, Zian, hadn't mm. we, on 11 minutes. Um, I thought he, 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 that was actually quite... Uh, remiss of Zian, a man that we, we praise a lot on these shows, but um, he missed a, an easy chance there. Maybe another yeah. day that goes in, I don't know. But the goal when it came was um, very much, uh, I mean, one, one of those wonderful Jake Cooper runs. I, I love it, Steve, when Jake Cooper gets forward and takes on these these runs. There's no better sight in football than a, a dribbling centre-half, is there? Absolutely. No, he... Uh, uh, it, it, he took the chance, and um, uh, yeah, it was an amazing run. I think it's probably the best way to describe amazing. it. Amazing, good word. But I, I, I like that I word. Watched yeah. the, um, uh, the, I watched the highlights, uh, and, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a critic of Bradshaw uh, uh, this season. I haven't, I haven't been his biggest fan, but it was mm. a very opportunistic goal. That defender hesitated, and Bradshaw didn't, and nicked it to uh, put it past the keeper. So you've got to give Bradshaw a great deal of credit for that goal, as much as Cooper's uh, amazing run. Yeah, agree. Goal poachers, a goal poach, an, an instinctive uh, yep. moment. Persistence took him through, and he kind of curled it around the back of the defender there, Graham, didn't he? I mean, it was a really well, yeah. well, uh, you know, a chance, you know, moments of opportunity, as they call it, and he took it, took it well. He did. He got to say the defender was obviously at fault. Yeah, he's opened absolutely. the ball, going to run out of play, and as Bradshaw's nipped in and stuck it away. Happy days. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I suppose that's what we needed at the time. I suppose that's why Cardiff are struggling. If, if defenders are hesitating in their own six-yard box in that way, I mean, we, we saw a, an incident. I don't know if that was in the first or second half. I can't recall now. But Tom Bradshaw hooked clear, and I thought George Long was there to take the ball. But Bradshaw took no chances whatsoever and put it into, you know, in, into row 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 G H or whatever in in the, in the stands. That's what you need to do. And I suppose Cardiff not taking that kind of route out of a dangerous situation there, they paid, they paid for it with the goal. Um, we looked a bit open, Steve, at times. I thought it was, um, you know, I'm both praising and damning the defence in a, in a way because um, we did very well, but also we looked a little bit uh, shaky in moments, didn't we? I, I, I think that was the way we were set up. Um, uh... Cardiff have done their homework. Uh, they know how we play with, when um, uh, Billy Mitchell and uh, Jules Savile were alongside each other. We're, you know, filling certain gaps, but uh, they they found the space to play around that, uh, and uh, yeah. it took us a bit of a bit of a time to sort of adjust. Now I think there's a difference there because when Vogel Samra has played on the right in front of McNamara, he can sometimes fill that gap. So obviously he was missing yesterday. Um, yeah. uh, I agree. Mason Bennett had a good hour. Uh, and uh, does his he does his back uh, defensive uh, duties very well. You know he he didn't let Styles down there, but it yeah. g- it gave those it gave those gaps, and we weren't pressing. I think Fleming could have worked a bit harder personally. I think that's that's where we needed to um, be a little bit more busier. Uh, uh, and um, he 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 was not le- he was lackadaisical. I, I think it was a, a, a question, but. I don't know what the instructions are to him of, you know, whether he's he playing that number 10 role, whether, you know, um, Rowett's saying, don't do the, the, the hard graft, you know, we'll let the rest of the team do that. Just find the space and we'll give you the ball. 
But um, yeah. I, I, th I thought that was the difference. Uh, um, Bradshaw did his usual uh, running around trying to uh, uh, break up uh, uh, some of the play. But, you know, it, Cardiff did their homework, so they knew they knew how to work with our tactics. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, half-time, 1-0. Um, as ever, with a Millwall away leading situation, Graham, you always think a second goal would be really nice, give a bit of a cushion. And we never get that second goal, do we? We're always um, clinging on with our fingernails, rather. Um, and I think Cardiff, I don't know how you saw it, but Cardiff came out with real intent at the start of the second half. I thought we were... We we're up against it at the, to start off with, but I, I've got to take my hat off to Gary Rowe. He gets criticised a lot, so I think we should all be as quick to praise as as, uh, as damn him when when the opportunity rises. But bringing on Ryan Leonard just seemed to take out the sting of Cardiff. We seemed to after after Leonard came into the game, we we didn't look as shaky or as fragile as we did in that opening, um, was it about 15 minutes or so of the, of the start of the second half? I thought we, we could easily concede during that period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We was, the first 15 minutes, we were very shaky. But just going back, just before half-time, Bradshaw had another chance that we made it 2-0, where Honeyman run down the wing, crossed it, and he just yep. didn't connect properly. And you yep. go in at half-time, 2-0, you know, the game's done then, I think, because Cardiff were... You know, they got booed off at 1-0, 2-0, you know, it would have yeah. been even worse. But, yeah, the first 15 minutes, we did look a bit shaky. And it was a good move to bring um, Leonard on. I know straight away, oh, he's gone five at the back again. But I think in that instance, it, it worked for, for the better, that you know, with that move. Well, it worked well, um, Steve, because, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at the notes I made. I watched it yesterday and a lot of blue chances in the opening 15, comparatively. After the introduction of, of Leonard, really nothing, you know, uh, maybe a late, late one. They scuffed over the bar deep into uh, quite a lot of added time. But largely speaking, from that moment onwards, we, we kept them quiet. And I think that's I mean, one nil. Obviously, you've, all, you've only one mistake or error away from an equaliser. But um, I thought we looked largely in control after he came into the game. Yeah. Graham's observation about going to five at the back is absolutely spot on. Because what yeah. that did, that allowed Savile and Mitchell to go a bit further forward and then try and fill yeah. that space that I was, you know, alluding to just now. And um, the, the, I, I, it was a pleasant surprise to see Ryan Leonard back uh, and uh, certainly brought some energy again back into the side. And the point you made, Nick, about the substitutions, Rowett is made, it realises the game is about 15, 16 players now. It's, uh, you know, yeah. the, we've got to recognise the fact that if we, you ask the players to do the work and the workloads they're expected to do, they're going to need to sort of have fresh legs at certain parts of the game. So I, the, the, the one substitution I was a little bit worried about was um, a Vogel Sammer coming on for Honeyman because Vogel Sammer brought, brought nothing on uh, uh, as far as I was concerned in that. I know he was playing down the left, but he, had, he brought nothing to the game. Uh, and um, I... I I mean, Shackleton's always busy um, and, you know, uh, makes the right sort of contribution. But Fogelsammer, I, I, I would have played him down the centre and maybe brought uh, uh, brought Fleming because Fleming was getting tired, but then they were trying to knock long balls out to him. And Fleming don't want that. And he hasn't got the pace to go past a player. No, he doesn't. Um, no. So, I, so I think that although the other substitutions were, were bang on the, on the, on the money, um, uh, Vogel Sam has Vogel fallen out with Rowett? I don't know. It just seems that he, he just, he's, he's he drawing just, some oh, criticism generally, Steve, isn't he, Vogel? Um, and 
there was an article I saw the other day. I think Ryan wrote, wrote an article where he's look, looking at his stats. I'm not a great one for statistics personally, but um, he's just starting to. I mean, even in block one, he's starting to get um, snipes from the from the crowd. Um, fairly or unfairly, I, I don't know. I suppose um, he could do with a goal. He's been unlucky on a couple of occasions. Hit the woodwork a few times, and um, he could use he could use some good some good times, couldn't he, Vogi? Um, um, I, I don't know. Um, I suppose he, he's that very Millwall player, Graham, that Vogel Sam is, is a hard-working, seems like a decent bloke, and that goes a long way down Millwall, doesn't it? You know, if, if you work hard yeah. and you, uh, you you seem like a decent person, somehow that, 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 that gets you out of a lot of holes, doesn't it? You know, talent is, is not always the highest thing on the Millwall agenda, historically. No, but uh, I, I agree with uh, Steve. When he, when he made the substitution, I, I thought he would go down the middle not out wide left. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Um, he, you know, I, I read the article, what you were saying, and his stats, you know, are not, not that good. But as you say, would you, re- you read into that? But if he's, to me, he's supposed, to, if he's a centre forward and, you know, maybe give him that, maybe if he's going to be on the bench and maybe then give him the, the opportunity when Bradshaw tires rather than... Gives Bradshaw I mean, a, I think, a break, perhaps. Yeah. No, I, 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 I yeah. take the point. I do take the point, Jeffs, yeah. Um, there we are. That's, that's Gary. There was one beautiful, and I, I don't use that word lightly, Steve, beautiful move on 82 minutes where um, Fleming, who can infuriate and excite in equal measure, can't he? Back, he backheeled a pass into the path of uh, Shackleton, who should have done done better in front of goal and I thought that was the moment where we got that second goal but that's those little moments like that are, are uplifting aren't they I mean it's just where you you get a sense of as much as Fleming can you can talk about his uh pace or lack of and uh you know other aspects of his game moments like that are what you go to watch football for I just thought it was a, it was a real a real uplifting moment in the game but what what he did there? What was the the, the best thing about that uh, uh, Fleming uh, uh, attack? He got himself between um, uh, the ball and the defender, so that the defender had to make a decision: was he going to foul him uh, yeah. uh, and, and give us an opportunity? Because um, Fleming was never going to get away. As we know, he hasn't got the pace to get away like some players. But he just kept he kept the defender behind him, which was uh, and with you know a lot of body strength. Um, and yeah. he then obviously ran out of steam. Didn't uh, the, the, I suppose the goalkeeper probably did the right job trying to get the angle cut uh, cut out, uh, but at least the, at least we have midfield players following up, you know, behind him. So at least Shackleton had made the run. Uh, um, strangely, the linesman gave a put up an offside flag, uh, and, and right. I, I couldn't I work that. out what that was. I missed yeah, that. And yeah. it, 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 it was after it was after Shackleton sh- uh, shot and, and saved. So it would have been disallowed had I, it had gone in. Then in that case, yeah. well, I, I'm, I'm I'm not certain, but the, the, the flag went up because there was then a, a free kick. The only the yeah. only thing I could have thought of is that because when Fleming went to try and get reta- uh, regain the uh, possession of the ball after Shackleton's miss, was he coming from an onside position offside position? Then that's the only that was the only conclusion I could draw from it, but. You know the the the, the, the uh, linesman sort of put the flag up, and everyone sort of around saying, "Why was it given offside for?" And and they say on reflection, that's the only the only reason I can put uh, put to it. Yeah. But, um, I, I no, it was a golden I mean, chance, and um, yeah, Shackleton would have been Shackleton been well worth a goal. Yeah, wonderful move um, and wonderful imagination to to produce that situation. Um, it finished one nil, of course, after. 
quite a lot of added time. There's some, some great defending going in that added time there, Graham. I've just got a few notes here. Great defending, yeah. Leonard's uh, goalkeeping, uh, long, took well. Um, and Cooper, late, late, late as well. Um, so it was a team effort um, and an excellent three points because it was, it was always, it's the proverbial difficult place to go, isn't it, Cardiff? We don't seem to have had much of a, a great track record down there, but to go there and come away with three points, which keeps us in the mix, in the in the in the playoff zone, a lot of teams in that zone. Just uh, what three points covering West Brom now in, in ninth, all the way up to to Watford in third place, with Burnley and Sheffield United looking like they're they're out on their own now. So it's going to be all about the playoffs. Um, but it keeps us in the mix, and that's all we all we could have done there. So I think hats off to the team, the squad, and and Gary Rowett, in fairness, for bringing back the you know bringing back the goods from from Cardiff. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that during, I think they said that's the first time we've won this since two thousand and five. Uh, a car. Yeah, so long while. We've never had a great, never not, not had a great record there. But I just want to make one point. I thought Sean Hutchinson was superb yesterday. There was a couple of times where one in the first half where Cooper, but the ball bounced off him and the guy's gone steam running through and Hutchinson done a lovely tackle and he did the same thing in the second half. He yeah. makes such a difference when he's in the side. He really does. I, I mean, you, you mentioned him. I was going to ask, and he was my man of the match. So that was my, going to be my next point. I'm, I'm taking yeah. it, Graham. That he's, he's your, he's your man of the match from yesterday. I, I definitely stood yeah. out for me for that reason. Um, yeah. Steve, who, who would you take as your man of the match? Would that be Hutch or someone else? It's, it's between him and uh, Long uh, uh, for yeah. me. I, I, you know, just going back to that uh, extra time or added time. Um, Long came out on a couple of occasions and caught the ball. In the past, Bart would come out and punch it or push it yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Long got that, possession. Yeah. Uh, that's that, that, uh, for defenders. That's reassuring. You know that that yeah. gives them it they can take the a deep breath and, yeah. and uh, absolutely right and calm it down. Uh, and oh, and um, so it doesn't become a pinball defensive uh, game then. Um, so I uh, so I you know I've got to give some credit for Long, but yeah, probably Hutchison might have shaded it. Um, and as you say, he made a couple of very key tackles. So, yeah, he, he, doing his job, he's he's uh, he's certainly a class act. I picked out a few comments from the internet just to run past you, boys. Um, JP says two now two points off of third place with one game in hand. So that's to be the away fixture at Luton, which is scheduled in in February. Um, and he makes the point: February is going to be a huge month. We've got about seven or eight fixtures to get through. Yeah. We've got a little break now between. <laughs> Um, the end, you know, now we've got transfer window period, but uh, the next home game is February the 4th. And then we've got about seven games in February. It's going to be a, a big, big month. And um, I mean, Gary Rowett himself, Steve's describing the squad, not in this interview I've got here, but I've seen it. He's actually used the words, we've got a thin squad. So um, really, it's going to be a crucial few days in the transfer market for Millwall. Yeah. Um, Malone coming on yesterday, even though it was only for a few minutes. So he's probably yeah. nearly fit. Um, yeah. uh, we need Malone, uh, Ryan Leonard fit. We need Mason Bennett putting his hour in, um, whether it's starting or coming on during a game. Um, but you're, you know what you said right at the very beginning, we, we really need to add to the squad. And, and uh, I think it's uh, someone up front personally. That's, uh, it's, got to take some, it's got to take some of the pressure off um, uh, Bradshaw and uh, Vogel Samalee. If, you know, the, 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 the comment everybody's making a minute, if something happens to Bradshaw now, we're in 
we were in the mine. We're in Stuck. We're in Stuck. Yeah. yeah, but might be you turning out there, Graham. Get your boots on, mate. <laughs> might, be, might be playing you up front because it's it's starting to feel oh that way. <laughs> um, yeah. I, mean, I mean, there was talk of uh, Lin Linden or Landon. I don't know if you know which one. Linden, Linden Dykes. Um, <clears throat> and some discussion on the, the fee of three million. I, I don't know. You can go around in circles. I had this conversation with my young nephew yesterday about the size of transfer fees and players going for stupid money, in my opinion. But that's the way football is. So it's no good the likes of um, you know our age group moaning about the millions that get paid for very average talents. But um, I do agree with, with with Steve. It's up front. I more than any other of the other positions where we can. We can get by to some level, but you just you can't really fake goal scoring, can you? I mean, that's you either you've either got it or you haven't. And um, as much as I admire that persistent goal yesterday by Tom Bradshaw, he's not going to get us the goals that are going to keep us in the mix, in my opinion. Um, so I'm hoping that they're looking for some, hopefully, um, Millwall affordable foreign talent from somewhere, Holland, Belgium. I don't I don't mind where we get them from. Portugal, Spain, wherever. Let's hope they've got something in, in mind because we need it. Well, I mean, he, he said in his press conference, Rowett on Friday, that he's, you know, he's certain that there will be signings. Don't, you know, basically don't panic. We're going to get people in. Well, hopefully. As soon as someone says to me, don't panic. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst thing I can say, isn't it? I start panicking. Yeah. <laughs> don't panic. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, no, I, I, I'm hoping that there's, there's. Uh, I, I nearly used the expression "irons in the fire" there, Steve. I, that, that was, <laughs> I should, that's another, there's so many cliches you should avoid at, at Millwall, but um, it's a big, you know, it was, what's it today? It's the 22nd today, so it's what nine days till um, the end of the transfer window. Um, I'm sure we're going to do our business at about 10 o'clock at night on the 31st. It's just the way that the, the thing works, doesn't it? Personally, if it was my decision, I, I, I think I'd go for um, someone from the championship or the, uh, or the division, at least below us, if we can't get a, a premiership cast off. Because yeah. if we go foreign That's now, it could take yeah. several weeks for them to settle in. And, get, yeah. uh, and we haven't got that, you know, as you say, a busy February suddenly you're into March and the run in April. It's, we, you know, it's, if we'd have picked up that kid from uh, um, Brighton, Ferguson, that would have been really oh, useful. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, he's, um, he's, he's storming it now he's there. Taken, so that's, that's not going to happen. Um, big shout out to the one um, just to close us out, chaps. Um, Dan Poor says you can stick your away attendance table up your, up your backside, he says. <laughs> You, we may not always travel in numbers, Steve, but you can always. I mean, you, you could hear the Millwall travelling support yesterday. I just want to twelve hundred, I think, including yeah. yourself, Steve. Um, really stood out on the on the stream that I watched, and I just say, well done, because you always know the Millwall fans are in in, in the stadium. And no, we may not compete numbers wise with the Sunderlands and the uh, and the other you know bigger clubs, but uh, you can always hear us, can't you, when you go away, mate? That seven, that seven minutes in added time, uh, the crowd really got behind the team, and uh, you know, you, 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 I, I, you know, I could feel the hairs on the back of my neck sort of coming up from that, and, and the players must, you know, must be, get the adrenaline going again, you know, particularly if you're, you're, you've been out there for ninety odd minutes already. So it's got yeah. to be an asset for the club or for the team itself. So um, yeah, fair play to fair play to everybody who sort of give them, uh, give them a cheer. <laughs> Absolutely. It came over loud and clear yesterday. Um, chaps, I want to say thank you to you both. Um, onwards now to... Oh, we've got a break. We've got to have a little 
uh, two-week um, sabbatical now, whilst um, we, we hopefully await good news on the transfer front. But I want to say thank you, Steve. Thanks for joining us this Sunday morning. I appreciate it, mate. Good to talk to you again. My pleasure. And thank thank you, you for inviting me. No, you're welcome. Thank you to you too, Graham, for, for joining us um, from a very plush-looking office uh, behind you. <laughs> it's <there>. not. Spotlights, <laughs> glass walls. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like something from a, 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 a corporate kind of drama or something. But thank you, Graham, for joining us this, this Sunday morning, mate. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, Nick. Always a pleasure. Thank you, mate. And we're going to close the show out now with a couple of voicemails sent in by by John and Matt Richards. Saying, thank you to you two, dear listeners, for tuning in to Afton Mill. We'll be back um, after the Sunderland game. I might give myself a couple of weeks off. Uh, until the next edition... Thank you for listening and Arriva Dirty Millwall. Bye for now. Hello. Hi, Nick. Matt Richards here, just calling in with my thoughts after that game. Um, tough win, tough battling 1 0. Um, everybody would have taken that before the game, wouldn't they? Um, so, very, very happy with that. Uh, backs to the wall towards the end. But um, yeah, I, I didn't think they caused us loads of trouble. Um, wasn't really clear cut chances. Um, we had most of them, you know. I mean, obviously, aside from the goal, Bradshaw had his shot. Shackleton obviously should have buried that, could have taken a touch. Um, there were a couple of other chances as well. But yeah, it's probably quite an even game. Um, probably draw would have been the fair result, but we took our chances and we kept them out. So that's that's the game of football, isn't it, really? Some good performances out there. I thought um, Bennett played well on the left. He's more naturally suited there than obviously Vogelsammer. Midfield struggled in the first half, but I thought, I thought George Shaver had a really, really good game. Um, he just made for those types of battling games, really. You can see he just loves it. Um, yeah, Jake, a bit dodgy on his, with his feet at the back, but um, Hutch was just immense. He was man of the match for me. Um, it was just... Yeah, solid, solid as the rock, and yeah, it's just, just superb. Um, great goal, really. I mean, well, a weird goal, but I mean, the fact that you know Coops carried on going forward, touched the little ball forward, you know, ball forward, cheeky little pass. But Bradshaw didn't get up, didn't give up on it, did he? He could have done, but he just like stuck his foot out, and he's you know opportunist goal, and it's there one nil. Um, so I think all in all. Really, really pleased. Really pleased for the fans that have gone down there and it's freezing cold. But at least they're going to have a nice journey coming back. It means now we've got a week off. Hopefully get at least one or two players coming in because we definitely need that, as everybody keeps saying. Um, it means then we can be more at full strength for when we um, when we have Sunderland at home, which will no doubt be a, a big crowd because they'll bring, bring a load down. So it should be a really good atmosphere. So um, we're still up there, eighth now. Um, we're still in that pack, which seems to be spreading a little, a little bit wider after the results today. Um, but we just need to stay hanging around now um, and get in that playoff place. So really, really pleased and um, looking forward to the next game. Cheers. Cheers, Nick. Come on, you lines. Hi, Nick. John Rankin here, just calling in from Reading Services on a trip back from uh, Cardiff, where we won uh, one new away from home. Pretty good away day, um, everyone's really buzzing. We made plenty of noise on the terraces, really got behind the team. 
It was a funny old performance, really. Um, Cardiff's best player was Shay Ojo by a long way, and they substituted him off in the second half. But notable differences. Uh, Callum Styles really stood in for Murray Wallace, and I thought he did very well. Um, all the team played well. Standout performances, Sean Hutchinson and George Long. Um, Zian Fleming played really well. He does need someone else to bounce off, though, I think. Uh, Tom Bradshaw put in a great performance, plenty of bluster, and obviously scored the goal. But um, I think he's given far too much workload um, to do, and he still needs someone to play off up front. But all in all, you know, a pretty resilient performance. Gary Wright reverted to form. Um, we ended the match with sort of eight defensive midfield or uh, out, uh, out players on the pitch. There was only Vogel, Stammer and Zian Fleming, as far as I could make out, that were sort of attack-minded. So, uh, pretty amazing, really. We went five at the back in the second half and defended that 1-0 lead. Having said that, Cardiff weren't a particularly strong team. I mean, they huffed and puffed, but... Uh, they didn't really have much quality, you know, in the final moments when they created chances. I think a better team we would have struggled against. So I do think we need to raise our game a little bit if we're serious about getting in the playoffs. I think we need to recruit in this window. Um, and I think we need to recruit, you know, some attacking players. Uh, it was a shame we didn't see Roman Essay come on because he could be a good outlet for Zian Fleming. But apart from that, you know, a good away day, very valuable three points, very valuable indeed. So over and out, and come on you Lions. Achtung, Millwall. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.